welcome to Wild Witches, Queens, and Crones. I'm your host, Patty Black. I'm a professional witch and witchcraft educator, and my kink is sharing vulnerable personal information to help empower others. Whether you identify as one, all, or none of these titular labels, join us for inciting conversations about living as magic makers, as seekers, as those outside the lines of quote-unquote normal society. We're talking witchcraft, goddesses, magical activism, and more. Let's get started. Oh, Mercury, the most skilled in logical arguments, the effective and most excellent in wisdom and in every science, who divides and distributes the art and craft of each person, the experienced and skilled soldier, since without you all things mobile or immobile cannot be known. Oh, Mercury, creator, philosopher, and greatest among orators, who rules over minds. This is an excerpt from an invocation of Mercury found in the Hygromantia, also known as the Treatise of Solomon. And I can hear you. Patty, you said you were going to keep doing goddess episodes. What is happening? Just hear me out. The goddess episodes are still coming. There are several in progress. But you know how I'm just kind of led by what these deities want. And none of these goddess episodes are quite cooked yet, you know? They haven't come together yet. But I know they will when circumstances are just right. But Hermes Mercury, my main man, the only god I work with on a regular or committed basis, has been really showing up for me lately. And I promised him his own episode about a year back, once he brought me a certain situation. And we are so very close to that that I'm coming through on my end a little early, because I know he's good for it. Yes, my relationship with Mercury is a little more transactional than my relationship with, say, Morgan Le Fay, my primary goddess and guide. Many gods appreciate public words of praise as offerings and payment on contracts. I get it. I myself am kind of a slut for verbal validation. So here we go. Let's get to know Mercury. In Roman religion, he is a patron of shopkeepers and merchants, a god of travel and of thieves and tricksters, shopkeepers and thieves. Already we see his dual nature, the way he can work both sides and make everyone happy with the outcome. In most cases, he's syncretized with the Greek Hermes, the swift flying messenger of the gods. So messaging, language, and communication are particular strong points of his. He's beneficial for entrepreneurs and writers generally, but has distinct benefits for those working with marketing, sales, and copywriting. In antiquity, Mercury was very popular, especially among athletes, herdsmen, magicians, and mystics, poets, travelers, liars, and thieves. Tradition says a temple was dedicated to him on Aventine Hill in Rome around 495 BCE. Because of his connection with Hermes, Mercury was considered both the son of Jupiter and Zeus. Now, Mercury is sometimes represented as holding a purse, which is symbolic of his business attributes and connection, and his function as a sponsor of entrepreneurs and business people. Some sources say the caduceus, which is the staff with a twined serpent and wings at the top, is an adaptation of earlier phallic representations of Hermes. In fact, the Herm, which is a heap or column of stones where Greek deities were worshipped in antiquity, became strongly connected to Hermes. 
the Herm is a sculpture with usually a head and maybe a torso above a plain, usually squared or four-sided lower section, because the four sides were sacred to Hermes, on which a phallus might also appear. They were named Herms either because of the head of Hermes being the most common depicted on them, or from their etym etymological connection with the Greek word erma, meaning block of stone, which originally had no reference to Hermes at all, possibly. So this form originated in Greece. It was adopted and used by the Romans, who called it a mercurie, um, and they were found on the sides of roads, at crossings, at land boundaries, which is one reason why Hermes and Mercury are also closely associated with roads, travel, and borders. So Hermes Mercury is often considered a spirit of ambivalence and non-binaries, not necessarily in gender, but overall in his nature and energy. He's considered an outlier, one who is not limited by expected or traditional forms. He's self-contradictory, and he's a god who is able and happy to cross all boundaries. And because of this energy, he's very versatile as an ally to have on your side. He is indeed fast, clever, and tricky. Even as an infant, only hours old, he stumbles from the cave where he was born, makes the first liar from an unfortunate turtle, and steals the cattle of his half-brother, the god Apollo. Now Apollo is angry and tracks Mercury down. But little brother is a charmer and smooth talker and plays Apollo a song on his lyre that seems to work. According to Homer, Apollo responds saying, Slayer of oxen, trickster, busy one, comrade of the feast, this song of yours is worth 50 cows. And a friendship is born between the brothers. Planetary spirits are often called with traditional invocations and prayers, offerings, of course. But you can also speak from the heart. Once you've done some research and know enough to feel a natural attraction or affinity with that spirit. And one of the most well-known prayers to Mercury is the Orphic Hymn to Mercury. The Orphic Hymns are a collection of religious poems that were involved and associated with the practices of a mystery religion that centered around the mystical figure of Orpheus. Now Agrippa once wrote that nothing is more effective in natural magic than the hymns of Orpheus. So it's got to be powerful, right? That doesn't mean it's necessarily more powerful than your modern prayers, but it's been used over and over and over through millennia to summon Mercury. So he's got to kind of know that call, right? The hymn to Mercury demonstrates a method of planetary prayer that requires praising that spirit, listing their special qualities and powers, and using the epithets associated with them. So here is the Orphic Hymn to Hermes. Hermes, draw near, and to my prayer incline. Angel of Jove and Maya's son divine, studious of contests, ruler of mankind, with heart almighty and a prudent mind, celestial messenger of various skill, whose powerful arts could watchful Argus kill. With winged feet tis thine through air to course. O friend of man, and prophet of discourse, great life supporter, to rejoice is thine, in arts gymnastic and in fraud divine, with power endued all language to explain, of care the loosener and the source of gain, whose hand contains of blameless peace the rod, Carusian, blessed, profitable God, 
of various speech whose aid in works we find, and in necessities to mortals kind, dire weapon of the tongue which men revere, be present, Hermes, and thy suppliant here. Assist my works, conclude my life with peace, give graceful speech, and memories increase. And that's from the Orphic Hymn to Mercury, translated by Thomas Taylor. Mercury is also a psychopomp, known for leading newly departed souls into the afterlife. The Orphic Hymn to Terrestrial Hermes, Hermes Chthonios, can call Mercury in this aspect. And consider this hymn for appealing to Mercury when the planet is in retrograde. Hermes I call, whom fate decrees to dwell in the dire path which leads to deepest hell. O Bacchic Hermes, progeny divine of Dionysus, parent of the vine, and of celestial Venus, Paphian queen, dark-eyelashed goddess of a lovely man, who constant wanders through the sacred feats where hell's dread empress, Proserpine, retreats, to wretched souls the leader of the way, when fate decrees, to regions void of day. Thine is the wand which causes sleep to fly, or lulls to slumberous rest the weary eye. For Proserpine through Tartarus dark and wide, gave thee forever flowing souls to guide. Come, blessed power, the sacrifice attend, and grant our mystic works a happy end. So that is the Orphic Hymn to Hermes Gathonios, translated by Thomas Taylor. And there are more modern translations available as well. Now, my Mercury practice is very straightforward and not nearly as emotional or even spiritual as my goddess relationships. As the god of speed, Mercury is not into wasted time. I have a smallish altar devoted to him. It's the top of a mid-height bookshelf that's adjacent to the desk where I conduct a lot of my business. It's appropriate for the god of written and eloquent communication and the divine sponsor of my business. And I meet him at his altar once a weekish on Wednesday during the hour of Mercury. I offer coins, frankincense, although traditional incense could also include mastic and clove. I use a specially dressed and carved candle and offer fresh water. I sing or speak the Orphic Hymn to Hermes. I handwrite thanks and praise and requests for assistance into a journal devoted to him. And finally, I meditate on his energy of speed, of vast intelligence and networking, his energy of luck and profit, while gazing at his statue. And yeah, sometimes I get distracted by his athletic bod and the neat wings on his sandals. He doesn't mind. I also call on him pretty regularly in traffic and before long drives. I have his medallion in my car and will pray, Eo Hermes Mercury, God who travels, God who goes, deliver me safely and swiftly without damage, injury, accident, or obstruction to my destinations and home again. Now this is my adaptation of someone else's prayer, but sadly I just don't remember where I encountered it. If you know where credit belongs, please let me know. Other colors and correspondences are gold, orange, the numbers four and eight. You can decorate your altar or a Mercury journal with the planetary glyph of Mercury, with images of wings, and images of young, attractive, and athletic men. If you're intrigued by what I've described, I highly recommend getting to know Mercury 
he has been generous, accessible, and honestly kind of feels like a miracle worker at times. Any trickster energy that I've experienced was actually at the very beginning of our relationship and as an attempt to get my attention to kind of identify him working in my life. And it caused no real harm. And I have to say the masculine energy also brings a nice balance to my goddess-centered practice. So EO Hermes Mercury, be present and be pleased with this episode. Hail Hermes. If you'd like to work with me, you can still join the Dark Goddess Encounter. We are just diving into the lessons and rituals, the descent, the void, the magic, and the torch. Each lesson featuring different shadow goddesses and their powerful and really transformational magic. I will link the purchase page in the show notes. Or you can join my free Facebook group, Arcana, where you can connect with me and learn about all of my offerings, plus a bunch of other super cool witches hang out there. You can visit me at blackbirdmagic.com. That's magic with a C and a K. And, you know, share this podcast with any other rebellious and defiant witches and mystics you know. Thank you for listening, for reviewing, and subscribing.